morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today, we'll be speaking with Kim Joyner, veteran navigator for the Susquehanna Workforce Network. Good morning, Bob Mumby. Good morning, ladies. And I, I'm sorry, can we just do 10 more seconds of Booker T? I feel like I need that. <laughs> I'm better. Now you're better. Yes. <laughs> I need it to be a little calmer because we're going to cut, discuss common courtesy again this morning. Oh, nice. With the understanding that we're not perfect, but, you know, we all could be better. And that's why we're annoyed at, at, at people who don't understand anymore. Um, and it's not that they're bad. I just think we don't understand it anymore. I agree. Like parking. Why would you park and take up two spaces? Your why, hot rod car. Why would you pull up in a shopping center and park on a curb because you have to run in for coffee? Everyone else yes. is pressed for time. Yes. But some people think that they're special. Mm -hmm. That's um, my biggest beef. That drives me batty. Mm -hmm. And then you're trying to get around them and they're giving you the stink eye. Yeah. And right. I'm like, you're the one that's parked where you're not supposed to park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, the other thing is... If I'm online for an ATM or at a bank, why, why stand breathing down my neck? <laughs> and and on the air, on the air, in like an airport security line or a bank line, if somebody in front of you moves forward a little, mm -hmm. the person behind you inches up because they want you to move forward that six <laughs> inches. Because somehow they feel like they're making progress. Getting closer. <laughs> Return emails. Is that, is that that hard? No. So, someone send you an email you send someone an email that's asking a question at least say i'm really swamped now i got the email mm -hmm. i'll get back to it how could you just not return it <laughs> um don't grab a chair from my table at a restaurant and you says let's just say to me you know are you using this chair right because could i could be, be waiting, waiting for, for three three friends i couldn't be maybe not being stood up by three friends <laughs> Maybe um, they just know you, Bob. <laughs> wipe the sink in a public restroom. Oh, I do that. Yep. Anyway, we could go on. Um, pick up after your pet. And lastly, don't yell at your kids in a department store to, and make them feel like they're two inches tall just to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And while you're at it, if a <clears throat> server or customer service person... Do you really think that they're the reason for the bad service you're getting? Or the guy holding the stop, the man or oh. woman holding the stop slow sign on the road? Construction. Like, mm -hmm. why people are getting, cursing them out. Like, what, what they decided? <laughs> yeah. To fix the road? <laughs> At your inconvenience. They wish time. they could decide. <laughs> and oh. the last thing is online. And Oscar Wilde said it 100 years ago, and I saw this quote. Um, he said, give a man a mask and you will discover his true self. And that's what we have with social media on social media yep. now. People posting 
and they say whatever they want. Yep. They belittle and demean and dehumanize, and they're sitting there probably in their mother's basement in their stained T-shirt and gym shorts, and they haven't been out of the house in 10 years. Uh, anyway, that's quite enough, isn't it? Well, I'm going to join on one of your bandwagons, something that bugs you, that has been happening to me a lot lately, and that is the reaching out on Facebook and LinkedIn by sales people, oh. like auto sales, and um, I had an HVAC person on LinkedIn the other day oh, <clears throat> to just try and get like a sales lead, like that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's really... It's really know. happening a lot, like... It in is, the last couple is. months, is it to you as well, Kim? I agree as well. Mm-hmm. More, more spam. Yeah, more yeah. Spam. And and just people who they're real estate agent. Mm-hmm. You don't know me from Adam. Why? You don't want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. You somehow want to maybe sell me something. But do you really think that? Oh, this oh this person is my Facebook friend mm-hmm. now. I better give him all my business. Yeah. Oh. Alrighty. But TGIF on a happy note. Yes. We made it through another great week, and here we are together again. Amen. And now Kimberly is going to help me uh, hit it out of the park on trivia. Yes. All right. Let's give it a My answer is going to be C. C? Oh, no. We are not allowed to do multiple choice with Bob. (laughs) I do all of the above. (laughs) These are one-word answers. So let's get started. Lawrence Olivier. I used to do that. I used to answer. uh... (laughs) All right. As the vegetarian in the group, this is kind of an odd first question, but I bet you know the answer. Whose dress was dried like jerky for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Whose dress was what? Dried like jerky. Beef jerky? For Lady the, Gaga? Yes, ma'am. Fuck, if you guys could see his face, he was like, what? you are speaking a foreign language. Dried like jerky. What's that? She wore a beef, a dress made out of meat. Oh. To, like, the VMAs or a music um, right. award she wears show. very unusual costume. Yes. And so they wanted to put it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it dried like jerky. <laughs> oh, that is, I, I, I didn't know quite what that was. Okay. Oh. That's well, fair. That was a she, good first question. She's a, good she's job, a great Kim. talent. She is. I have not seen her new movie, A Star Is We did. Born yet. We was did. It? It's good. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of her singing. I think they realized that the movie wasn't that great. So it's really half of it's almost like Showcasing a Lady Gaga okay. concert. Okay. And um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper directed it. And it got tired of it. It was just a lot of close ups of two beautiful people's. Kissing. So. <laughs> we see that every day with our spouses. So come on. <laughs> All right. How many ounces are in a U.S. gallon? How many ounces are in a U.S. gallon? 128. Bob, you are correct. We're doing good, Bob. Hey. Yes, you are. Right, two for two. That's right. Hey, we're going to keep it going. Yes. History. In what year was the U.S. Constitution written? A little bit of a trick question. It was when it was written. What year was it written? 1887. Yes. All right. 1787. 1787. I knew that's we're, what you meant. Very close. And it was ratified in 89. Right? I don't know the answer to that. That'll be on next week's quiz. <laughs> okay. What was Marilyn Monroe's name at birth? 
That Elton John song, Goodbye. Yes. It says Goodbye Something. It's two, her first name, well, it's two Norma words. Jean Baker. First, Norma Jean is correct. L- last name is not correct. Norma Jean? But we get half. Yes, you did. No, you we get, get two thirds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. You want me to tell you? Yes. What's it begin with? It begins with an M and ends with an N. Norma. Morgan. Morgan? No. Manson. No. no. What's the second letter? O. Third letter? R. <laughs> it is not Morgan. Norman? Mormon? Mor- Morgan? Morgan? Oh, God, we never would have I know. That's that. why I'm like, well, let me give it to you. But I will give you two-thirds of a point for that because you've got okay. the Norman gene. All right. What is the first commandment of the Ten Commandments? Um. Oh my God. Um, the first one is no. That that not take the Lord in vain. Thou shall have no other gods before me. That's correct. All right, Kim. I'm impressed. Good <laughs> job. Okay, and then, not the Lord's name in vain. Oh, you're gonna do all ten. Then um. Are you Catholic? Did you learn all this? At I'm Catholic, Catholic but I've disavowed the institution. Okay. <laughs> but did you go to Catholic school? Yes. Where they drilled this into your head? Nuns. <laughs> I have the knuckle scars to prove it. And my, um, other, my other job, I am a minister. Oh, my oh, okay. goodness. So I, I should have gotten that So you're right. a ringer. Yes. Now don't ask me the rest of them. I will order. not ask you the rest of <laughs> but them. But I should have at least gotten that one right. I heard a comedian say, I mean, did we really need the thou shalt not kill? Like, who doesn't know that? Who right, didn't know that? <laughs> hey, it's good to see it in writing. Yeah. Um, okay, what painter is famous for cutting off part of his ear? Van Gogh? Yes, ma'am. Vincent Van Gogh. Excellent. Kim, you are coming back I'm for ready. trivia. I'm going right. to be, she's gonna, uh, Kim's going to be my phone-a-friend. She's totally going to be your <laughs> phone-a-friend. Say, can we call a lifeline? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was the name of the passenger train service created in 1883 that connected Paris and Constantinople? What was the name of the passenger train service created in 1883? The Orient Express? Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. That is one of my favorite movies. Oh, is it? The first time I saw that movie, I was totally blown away by the ending. I never read it uh, or saw the movie I'm going to, though. I will not give it away to you, but it was very well done. Good story. Okay, who is often referred to as the father of scuba diving? Who is the father of scuba diving? Jacques Cousteau. Correct. Great. I'm impressed. Do you know what scuba uh, is an acronym for? I don't. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Good job. He always adds two. I love it. Okay, this is an interesting question. What year was the $2 bill last printed in the United States? Is it in the 70s or 80s? Oh, no, it's much more current than that. I was really surprised. It was not that long ago. Really? 2014? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. That was just the best. <laughs> that is correct. Wow, that's a great guess. I had no idea. Me either. That's why I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. I, did, I just left it to Bob. <laughs> and I didn't know either, but I still haven't learned. I did say something. 
Okay, we're going to finish with this one. What blood type do you need to be a universal donor? AB? No. O positive? Is it, uh, is it uh, A negative? B no. negative? B positive? There's only one left. RHO? <laughs> uh, hmm. There's only one left? B positive? A positive? We did A positive, B positive, AB positive, AB negative. O negative, O positive, O negative, O negative, yep, O negative. You guys did awesome. I think we did good. I am going to give you a round of applause. I would have been trying to guess at that Lady Gaga for the whole show. I know. Now you're going to Google it when you get done here and see the dress. Um. Oh, she's a riot. She is. She came out in that egg, born this way. Yeah. Um. You gotta look at the dress though when you get a minute. You and and she it. was a Catholic schoolgirl. Oh well, really? that makes sense. Stephanie Italian. Germanata, her name okay. was. And she was from uh, Westchester. She went to a all girls Catholic school, and she didn't quite toe the line there. I'm surprisingly. sure she did not. <laughs> I'm sure she did not. Okay, uh, we're gonna skip the news because okay. I'm tired of the news. <laughs> Um, We're going to have a news-free Friday morning. Election season's over, thank <laughs> yep. goodness for that. Yep. Um, Mail delivery will be back to normal instead of the usual 500 flyers that came, all the trees we killed. And uh, tomorrow <laughs> night is Charlie Brown's Christmas on TV because they keep moving it up. No, is it? Oh, it's it. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and do you know on Charlie Brown's Christmas, you know, when Linus gives his soliloquy mm -hmm. about the meaning of Christmas mm -hmm. and... He drops his blanket, and it's the only time in any of Charles Schultz's strips or cartoons where Elias is not holding his security blanket. Really? Interesting. It's the only time. Huh. I'm going to have to look out for that. That is my husband's favorite Christmas show. Yeah, if it's not Christmas until you watch that the Charlie is, Brown Christmas special. Yep. And for me, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, and that's, that one, too. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, the so. first half, though. I, the second half, I don't get it with the snow, the, the abominable snowman. Oh, come on, the, Bob. You know. What? Bah humbug. <laughs> that's like... And the well, misfit, toy, misfit toys I like. We were just talking about that yesterday, Mary and I. Imagine that. <laughs> Okay. Um, we gonna take a little break. Well, first we're gonna do a little uh, today in history because okay. it was interesting. Oh, that's nice. Um, um, President Theodore Roosevelt in 1906 left D.C. for a 17-day 17 17-day 17 trip to Panama and Puerto Rico. It was the first time President made an official visit out the, outside the United States in 1906. Really? Oh my gosh, that's not that long ago. I no. Mean, um, in the scheme of things. 1938, um, Kristallnacht. Nazis killed 35 Jews, arrested thousands, and destroyed Jewish synagogues, homes, and stores throughout Germany. It became known as Kristallnacht, the night of the shattered glass, mm -hmm. 80 years ago today. Oh, my goodness. Such um, a dark time. Um, Leakey discovered bones, uh, anthropologist, that pushed human origins back a million years. Um, 1983, Alfred Heineken is kidnapped and held for a ransom of more than um, $10 million, the beer brewer. 
Berlin Wall opened in 1989 after dividing the city for 28 years. Wow, I remember. That was so huge. So huge. Were you really? What was that like? Over the, during that time, it was amazing to see how people were taking the little pieces of the wall, okay. you know, with them. And then all of a sudden, they were showing TV these little bitty cars where it's like they were just driving out. They were so glad to be free right. that they were just, you know, driving Zooming and not out. looking back. So it was it was an amazing time. It, it really, really was. Wow, that's neat that you were there. Did you get a piece? Did you get a little piece? I didn't piece? get a piece, unfortunately. Oh. I did not get a piece. Well, you have the memory, and that's But you had people... Better pretending to be selling pieces of the wall. Oh, there's always <laughs> that. Over there. Making, making right, right. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's like the people that sell uh, bottles of water for $10 when there's a hurricane or a storm. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. Add them to my courtesy list. <laughs> um, okay. All right. We so did a little history. Let's take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Kim Joyner, veteran navigator for the Susquehanna Workforce Network. Libraries Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members aged 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Hartford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MakerBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MakerBot and PrinterBot, professional green screen with studio light box, and both Apple and Windows computers. All to help create your electronic video, audio, publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Have a small project at home that you've been putting off? Need some help but don't need a large contractor? For more than seven years, D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc. in Aberdeen has been offering residential and light commercial renovations, remodeling, and maintenance to clients in the Hartford County area. Their professional and efficient staff work on installations of windows, doors, siding, kitchen and bath remodels, and more. Customer service and satisfaction is of paramount importance in D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc.'s continued success, no matter the budget. It's time to get that project done. Call 410-272-8779. That's 410-272-8779. Let D.R. Curry, Inc. make your dream renovation become a reality. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Kim Joyner, veteran navigator for the Susquehanna Workforce Network, in the studio with us today. Kim Joyner is employed by the Susquehanna Workforce Network. She's the Veterans Navigator for Hartford and Cecil Counties. She assists service members and military spouses with employment and training opportunities. Kim is a military veteran herself and a military spouse. She served proudly during Operation Desert Storm. Her love for the military made her a natural fit for the veteran navigator position at the Susquehanna Workforce Network. You've been there three years, I believe. Um, yes, yes. And welcome, Kim, and thanks so much for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. Of Glad course. to be on. Of yeah, course. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. And I have to give you credit, Leslie. You got through veteran navig navigator position at the Susquehanna Workforce uh -huh. Network. Uh-huh. Thanks for the call out. <laughs> you navigated that well. I did. But a bing. So, Kim, um, how did you get here? 
where are you from? Where'd you start? Tell us how you got to this very responsible point in your life. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's a long story, but I will make it short. Um, I used to be a military veteran myself, and after I got out of the military, I was unable to find employment. What service, what uh, branch were you in? Army. Go, ah! Ar go <laughs> Army. <laughs> go Army. But I was unable to find employment. Mm -hmm. And everyone says, well, once you're a veteran, once you get out, you'll have no problems finding a job. But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So to make a long story short, I ended up going um, to school. Okay. While I was in school, there was a work-study position that came open. And the work-study position was for working for an organization called the Army Career and Alumni Program. Okay. It was just now getting started. Um, and believe it or not, their goal was to help um, military personnel transition into the civilian sector. Ah. So that's how I got started in workforce development. Uh, to make a long story short, after that, um, I moved with my husband um, as a military spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been all over the world, mm -hmm. uh, which has been awesome. Oh, yeah. And then we ended up here in um, Maryland, and I got employed by the Susquehanna Workforce Network. I worked um, first as a job placement specialist okay. at the Wage Connection, and then the position came up for Veterans Navigator, and perfect I took fit. the position. Yes, perfect fit. And I'm here today. Yay! And where were you born and raised? Good question. Now, I was actually, I'm originally from Illinois. Okay. However, I have uh, my roots tied to Maryland. Huh. But I, I thought I saw heard a little Midwestern in your voice, even though you've been around. Mm -hmm. People always, they always tell me that. <laughs> but I'm connected to Maryland. Actually, my grandfather uh, served in the military and the Navy. He was stationed at Bainbridge oh. in Port Deposit. Wow. Right, right yeah, across yeah, yeah, the bridge yeah. from us. Now, my <clears throat> father also served in the military. He served in the Navy during Vietnam. And he also was stationed in Bainbridge. Oh, my goodness. And shortly after he got back from Vietnam, I was born, and believe it or not, I was born on the Bainbridge Naval Base. Oh, my goodness. However, <laughs> so we have that strong so connection. So there was no way you were not going to end up back in Maryland. Right. So we have that strong connection to Maryland. <clears throat> However, a couple months after I was born, we moved back to our hometown, okay. which my hometown is Alton, um, Illinois. Okay. Oh, right on the uh, Mississippi. Right. We're actually on the... Um, Illinois-Missouri borderline. Okay. So I'm about 10 minutes from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Just going. north of East St. Louis. Exactly. You know about East St. Louis. Uh, and Alton, there, there was a <laughs> casino there that we were on a yes. trip once. Yes. Or there used to be a casino, a, a riverboat casino it's, in Alton. It's still there. Okay. It is still there. That is my hometown. That's the uh, the the bottom. The Illinois bottom, it's called, right? That that very fertile land well, in Mississippi. Never, I've never heard of them refer to us as the bottom. So. Well, the bottom yeah, meaning good, because it's like a, a it's like a, a, a occasional floodplain. So back in the 1800s, a lot of people settled there because it was very fertile farmland. And they used oh. to call it bottom because bottom land was evident, right. and evidently good. Oh, that's news to me. <laughs> See, you learn on the I Hartford do, Edge. I do. I make a lot of it up, though. <laughs> you may want to check his facts. <laughs> okay, so um, my father was a Navy man as well. Hmm, um, so tell us what CPRW, CBEP, CFCC, <laughs> CFJST 
is because uh, I'm sure there was a heck of a lot of work. Okay, <laughs> let me see if I remember all of it. CPRW is Certified Professional Resume Writer. What was the other one that you asked CPEB. CPEB. CBEP. Is Certified Business Engagement Professional. Okay. The other one is... I only certi- have two. Certified Federal Career Coach. And the other one is Certified Job Search Trainer. Wow. And you have a BS um, in Psychology... That's and correct. counseling from Liberty University. That is correct. And that's why you're so polite. Everyone who I've ever met from Liberty is polite. Oh. Is that maybe we should have them on the courtesy. Yeah. Yes. yes. We, we were just have. down there, my wife and daughter and I, down in Covington. We went up to Lake Muma. Mm-hmm. You know where that is? It's about 20 miles from Lynchburg. Oh, Liberty's right. in Lynchburg, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Lynchburg, Virginia. So tell us about the Susquehanna Workforce uh, Network and your role in it. The Susquehanna Workforce Network, we are a a nonprofit organization. We have been in the community for about 30 years, and our goal is to help support workforce development within Hartford and Cecil counties. Uh, We do have um, three locations. We're located in Have de Grace. We Mm -hmm. actually just moved from Aberdeen to a Have de Grace location. We're located in Bel Air. Um, and the courthouse, mm-hmm. and we also have a building in um, Elkton. And I also have to say we also have um, a couple workers within the Department of Social Services oh. and the Wage Connection. Okay. So we are conveniently located throughout Hartford. And Where Cecil you need County. to be, for sure. And tell us about um, uh, being a veteran navigator. It sounds so important and valuable, and it sounds like, well, I just... We, in a sense, we I think we all believe how important and needed this job is, and feel like it's something that hasn't always been um, addressed. So, tell about being a veteran navigator. Sure, thank you. Um, as a veteran navigator, I'm working on a grant called the Military Corps Career Connect Grant, and the veteran navigators are basically we are the boots on the ground. So, we are a statewide initiative. So we are located near Aberdeen Proving Ground, Fort Meade, Maryland, um, Patuxent River, and Joint Base Andrews. And what our job is, is we are the boots on the ground. We are the ones who are going out. We're trying to locate um, veterans, transitioning military members, and military spouses so that we can help them find employment and training opportunities. So that's it in a, in a nutshell. And I guess the best way to... To um, to help uh, everyone understand that we we found an article uh, a few uh, success stories, a uh, gentleman, um, um, his uh, name was uh, John Ellie, and he said when I was getting out of the military I was broke, and I couldn't afford any certifications. Lucky for him, Military Corps Career Connect came to the rescue, uh, also known as C three. So that'll be yes, good if we correct. call that. Um, Helps transitioning service members, active duty spouses, and recently separated veterans segue to successful civilian careers. And um, what are some of the ways in which um, these folks, uh, you help these folks um, do with that transition? Because it's it's a, it's it's a huge challenge. I mm-hmm. you can only guess um, because you're removed from society. You may have been in. 
you've seen some things that are difficult for any human being to see and participate in. Um, you basically come back, and everyone else has been carrying along with their mm -hmm. lives, yep. getting educated, mm -hmm. integrated, etc. And here you are. Uh, so tell us a little about some of the ways uh, that you help. Surely. Um, what we do is we really focus on the um, employment piece of it. So it's just helping them make that transition from the military to the civilian life. Because a lot of our um, clients that we deal with, they join the military straight out of high school. The military okay. was the first job that they have ever had, besides maybe working in a grocery store or fast food. So we kind of make them, help them to make that transition over. Some of them have never had to write a resume before. Okay. Some of them have never been on an interview before. They haven't had to do that. True. So we're actually just teaching them how to develop the resume, how to interview um, how to highlight their skills, because so many military people have wonderful skills, but they have a hard time translating that into civilian terms. Sure. And that's probably the number one <clears throat> request that we get is, how can I transfer my military skills to civilian terminology mm -hmm. so that employers can understand what I've done? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and imagine um, helping them with the interview, because they may be a confident person they may be a, a competent person intelligent person but if they're a little uh, disoriented or uncomfortable or nervous by the interview process th that's not going to be projected so I it must be interesting for you to coach people on that and re and rewarding mm -hmm. a lot of times when you find out that you made an impact and you were the difference mm -hmm. it is that's actually one of my favorite parts is helping with the interview preparation um, we do a lot of, or at least I know I do a lot of mock interviews mm -hmm. um, with my customers um, just so I can sit down with them, kind of walk them through mm -hmm. the process to see mm -hmm. how it goes. Um, as far as interviewing, I always tell them, you know, be confident. And it's basically just a conversation about mm -hmm. your work history and you're explaining it to the employer. Mm -hmm. Um, also, we have other employers who help us with that. Speaking of mock interviews, um, we're partnering with um, Northrop Grumman. Okay. And um, they've helped us a couple of times. Actually, at the end of this month, they're going to be conducting mock interviews for some of our clients. Great. Or they're going to be sitting down with them, doing the mock interview, as well as um, giving them a resume review to help kind of prepare them and get them confident sure. enough to get out there. And What a great partnership. That's a great partnership. It is. It is. Kim, I remember hearing a few months ago about some organization that provides um, folks getting out of the service with um, um, dress clothes, men and women, for their inter with their, you know, a suit to wear right. for their interview because mm -hmm. they're not carrying around a suit in their duffel bag. Uh, right, right, over right. What, what is that organization? Can anyone do anything to help there? And Yes, um, actually the organization that we work with here is called um, Suiting Warriors. It's the Suiting Warriors. Um, I don't have their information, but if someone's interested, they can email me and I can give them that information. And they do provide um, suits. Um, it's suits, it's ties. Um, they also um, have clothing for women as well. So dress suits. Oh, that's um, great. It's, it's a wonderful organization. Um, I partnered with Booz Allen and Hamilton a couple of times to volunteer and help them with that program. So Another that's kjoiner at swnetwork.org. K-J-O-Y-N-E-R at S W 
N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot org. That is correct. And I have the website for Suiting Warriors. It's suitingwarriors.org. S-U-I-T-I-N-G-W-A-R-R-I-O-R-S dot org. And it's a great website. Excellent. Yep. One of the many little things that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that you folks and your uh, um, uh, your network take care of. And you were starting to say something else. And now you probably forgot. Because I forgot I, now, I, I inter- <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure I will, I will remember it. <laughs> so um, we have some things uh, uh, or programs uh, we should talk about. This is Hire a Veteran Month. That is um, correct. And folks can go to um, the governor's website, um, um, and you could just Google governor.maryland.gov and look for Hire a Veteran Month. Um, tell us about that. Yes, that is correct. Um, Governor Hogan, on November the 1st, he declared November as Hire a Veterans Month um, for the state of Maryland. So during this month, we are encouraging employers to please, please, please consider hiring our veterans that we have out there. Um, they are very talented. They are highly skilled. They're motivated. They're disciplined. And they can really add value to your company. Mm-hmm. That's true. And they have also served us. They mm-hmm. served our country. So mm-hmm. now it's a way for that we can serve them mm-hmm. as well. We can give back into the community. And... They probably don't complain near as much right. as, as these entitled millennials do. <laughs> They've been, I love some of the images of um, the conditions uh, when folks who were deployed, uh, sleeping conditions, obviously conditions of being constant personal danger, um, food, um, Yes. Physical uh, demands uh, and and regimens and hardships, so it's not like they're gonna panic <laughs> if like three calls are coming into the that, desk. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. They know how to prioritize. Um, so, uh, um, what can folks do? Um, if can they call you? Like, say I'm an employer and I'm realizing, you know, this is going on all around me. I really need to, whether it's hire a hero program or whatever the case may be. Could they start by calling Swin or you, or do they go to this governor's website? How do people who want to volunteer or be an employer participant? Is it? Do they go to C three? Or, um, in this area in Hartford County, I would recommend that if an employer was interested in finding out how they can hire a veteran, I would recommend that they contact the Susquehanna Workforce Network, um, call our main office, and we can definitely point them in the right direction. That's 410-939-4240, swnetwork.org. That is correct. And we do have business service representatives that do work with employers. So if there's a, a company that's interested in hiring, we can definitely put you in contact with our business service representatives and we can work something out with you. Gosh, it couldn't be easier. I mean, all the resources are right there, you know? And, and they're free. All of our <coughs> well, services that point. we provide are free, mm-hmm. you know, to our businesses as well as to our um, job seekers. Mm-hmm. Wow. And some of the other services that Swin provides working with C3 we uh, is... Um, 
on-the-job training. There's an opportunity to close the skills gap for your new employee utilizing a plan that reimburses your business a percentage of the trainee's wages up to $12,000. Work and learn training, a hands-on paid work experience using your methods to train and access the skills of veterans and their spouses. The veterans are paid through a grant and work 32 hours per week for up to eight weeks. Work opportunities tax credits up to $9,600 in tax credits for your business when you hired a disabled veteran. Um, and also a large network um, of businesses, as you mentioned. Um, That's correct. So there are all kinds of incentives for businesses to hire our military. Mm -hmm. so there are all kinds of incentives. So I just recommend that um, this month you really reach out, and if um, you know of a veteran looking for work and they're applying, to consider hiring them. Mm -hmm. And SWIN is also an, uh, 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 an American job center, um, which is now that there's some air cover given because prior priority of service is given to veterans and their eligible spouses <coughs> who meet yes. certain eligibility requirements. That's correct. Okay. Um, also, tomorrow, um, there is a Veterans Resource Fair at the Bel Air Armory. Yes, we're looking forward to that. Um, the Resource Fair is going to be at the Bel Air Armory, and the address for that is 37 North Main Street in Bel Air. It's going to be from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Um, it's going to be a great turnout. There's going to be information there concerning uh, benefits, education, housing, um, employment, as well as they're going to have free food. And, and they're raffling a Harley Davidson. Yes. And they're raffling a Harley Davidson. <laughs> that is correct. Um, that is correct. I, Cindy was uh, involved in uh, helping with that button. Oh, nice. And Bill Brown and the Veterans uh, uh, Hartford uh, Commission on Veterans and certainly Swin and Community Services. Um, and I wish I remember the name of the motorcycle place up on Route 1 that donated. Um, I'm going to look that up because that's, that's important. Great. Yes, it is. Um, so that is tomorrow. And, that is tomorrow. And they have worked hard. Two years ago, there was only about 42 attendees, <clears throat> and this year they're expecting it to be full, over 300. And there's some really large number of people that are veterans, or family members of veterans or active service members in Hartford. Isn't, isn't it something like over 20,000? I don't know, uh, expect you uh, to know that number, but I think it's over 20,000, either active mm -hmm. or retired or family mm -hmm. member. I don't have that correct number, but I know that within the state of Maryland, there's about, well, they're projected that within 2018, that there's going to be about 380,000 uh, veterans within the state of Maryland. Gosh, so that's, that's a, lot. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, okay. Hartford, uh, uh, Eisenhower's Chesapeake Harley-Davidson is the fine business that donated a beautiful Harley-Davidson um, motorcycle um, to, this, to this great cause. Um, E-I-S-E-N-H-A-U-E-R. Um, and also, this C3 is, um, well, folks can make their way to that if they go to the SWIN website, right? Uh, 
Uh, well, we have our um, website, I believe. It should have it on my Oh, website. yeah, www.aawc.org, which um, is the C3, which is uh, under the auspices of the Anne Arundel Workforce Development Corporation, which got the original funding, I understand. Yes, they uh, did, and we're, we're working jointly um, with them. Okay. As well, if, if anyone has any information or any questions on that, <coughs> please just email me, and then I can make certain to give you the information that you need on that. Kjoiner at swnetwork.org. Yes. Now, while we're speaking of Kjoiner, <laughs> um, where were you deployed? And tell us about it. That was, couldn't have been easy. How old were you? I was 21. Okay. I was 21. Yes, yeah, so I was deployed um, uh, during Operation Desert Storm uh, during that time. It was very, very hot, <laughs> to I say the least. I can't imagine. It was, very, uh, it was very hot, but it was a life-changing experience that I would not trade for anything in the world. It made me really appreciate um, the freedoms that we have in the United States, mm -hmm. um, just, just the simple things that we take for granted. Um, I was able to see firsthand how these Saudi women mm -hmm. were treated as second-class citizens. Um, they weren't able to drive as women. The women couldn't they drive. They just got the right yeah. to drive last yeah. year. Oh, yep. well, that, yeah. that's Amaz great. Yep. Amazingly. At the time I was there, they weren't able to drive. But you would see little 12-year-old boys driving around in, in trucks, but the women weren't allowed to drive. Um, as a soldier, um, the living conditions, as you mentioned previously, I mean, we were living in... Uh, Temperatures up to 120 degrees on up. Oh my goodness! Um, <clears throat> surrounded by sand. Yep. Um, when it rained, and yes, it does rain in the desert. Okay. Um, it rained. I mean, we were drenched completely. Talking about your clothing, your bed, everything that you had oh. was soaked. That you had. I and mean, then the mosquitoes come. Mosquitoes, scorpions, <gasps> oh. mice. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> you you name it. And you guys, she is still smiling. I mean, like, you lived through that and you're... You're smiling because it's over. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the mice and scorpion. Part. Oh my well, gosh. But actually, I'm smiling because regardless of all of that, uh -huh. if I had to do it over again, I uh -huh. would do it over again. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, serving our country is an honor. And despite everything that we go through as military personnel, mm -hmm. we're trained to do that. When we signed on the dollar line, we knew what we were signing up for. Mm -hmm. That is our duty and our responsibility, and we're glad to serve. So mm -hmm. despite everything that we went through, the mm -hmm. hardships, it was hard. Yes, it was challenging, but it was very, very rewarding. Mm -hmm. uh, and on that note, another reason to hire veterans is because uh, there's no way to ever thank or repay uh, all our folks that um, that uh, stepped up uh, for all of us. Yep. But make a little dent if uh, you work hard to um, to hire veterans and spouses of veterans, because uh, that that sacrifice is often overlooked as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you for bringing that up about the spouses, because um, I was a military spouse as well, and as a military spouse, whenever you're spouse moves mm -hmm. you move right that means you pick up everything whether you have your children mm -hmm. so if you have a job 
you have to leave your job and start all over again. Mm -hmm. Now, my husband and I, we moved about 10 times. Mm. Thank goodness. So, mm -hmm. 10 times yeah. I had to start all over. So, another thing with C3 is our focus is on the military spouses as well. Because every time they move, they have to reinvent themselves. Mm -hmm. However, um, we've had a lot of successes with our military spouses during this program. Um, I do want to talk about one of my spouses. Her name was Lynn Phillips. I think Lynn is probably listening on today. Hi, Hi Lynn. <laughs> she is a military spouse, but she was also a veteran. Okay. So she came to us for assistance. So we helped her um, to retweak her resume. We helped her with her um, interviewing process, and she was able to get employed. And I must say that Lynn's husband is the garrison commander on APG. Okay. So we help all people at all levels. Sure. At all levels. So Lynn is one of our success stories as well. We have many, many others. We've had over 600 people enrolled within the C3 program. Wow. Um, out of that, we have had, I believe, over 300 receive employment. And we have also trained over 400 individuals. Wow. So when we train them, we're helping them to get certifications mm -hmm. like in IT, in HR, mm -hmm. um, CDL, um, different certifications so that they can get employment That's when they go wonderful. to their next duty station. Uh, General Taylor is always quick to thank Lucas for yes. all because he's had yeah. 15 commissions. Uh-huh. Since they've been together, uh, uh -huh. and um, people, you know, people forget or never knew uh, what, yeah. what that's like. And I mean, there's never a parade for the spouses. No, when there is a parade, <laughs> and you have to find new doctors, new dentists, new hairdresser, new friends, new, new everything. Yeah, and you have to think about the children. Yeah. The children are also relocating. Sure. So they have to go to new schools sure. and new neighborhoods, make mm -hmm. new friends. So it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah. However, we're we're flexible. Sure. And we're willing to do it. Well, that's um, that's fantastic, and we could always do more um, as a society because uh, there's there's. There's never too much we could do, and I don't, we still don't do enough. Uh, I, I remember in, I lost my best friend in, uh, on 911. He was a policeman. Um, and uh, because it was 911 and because the response was so great, his family was given so much money by mm -hmm. a lot of different uh, charities and a lot of funds were set up and et cetera. So, Barbara and the kids will never have to worry mm -hmm. about okay. money. At the same time, we are first um, service-related death. Johnny mm -hmm. Spann, who was mm -hmm. uh, over in Afghanistan, yep. he was CIA and um, Army. And it, his his wife, what was it, like a $22,000 stipend or mm -hmm. something? Mm -hmm. Barbara sent, um, sent her a check. Because oh, she had wonderful. made so much money, that, for, you know, from people. Because the police and the firemen, right. they became the public face. Yes, they did. There was 400 of them, God yeah. rest their souls. But mm -hmm. we've had tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of folks who do it in silence yes. without complaint. Yes. So we always need to do more there. Yes. Um, uh, and 
frankly, I wanted to follow up with you on one thing. Uh, because the service, um, and we're going to talk in a second about some of the other uh, uh, fallout from uh, difficult service, but what did you learn in the service that, you know, and all of us can use uh, if uh, could learn from being in the service? Because I think a lot of us are spoiled mm -hmm. and whining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I learned really to just be grateful and thankful for the freedoms that we have in the United States. So many people live in other countries and they don't have half of the things that we have. Mm -hmm. We take so much for granted. Uh, we take our freedoms for granted. We take our freedom of speech for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, just um, housing, free schools, you know, education. Mm -hmm. We take all of this for granted. And I do agree that sometimes we do act like, you know, spoiled brats sure, at sure. times. And I can remember when I was sitting in the desert, you know, during that time when it was miserable and, and hot and mm -hmm. no refrigerator. I can't take a shower when I want to take a shower. You know, I can't just pick up the phone right. and, and call home and see how my mom was doing. Right. I remember thinking, I was like, everyone should have an opportunity to experience mm -hmm. this. Hmm then you will really realize, you know, what we have. We have so much What's that important. we take mm -hmm. for granted, you know, every day. So I would say um, gratitude is the main thing that I learned, you know, from the military. As mm. well as being um, disciplined and being, you know, being professional. Mm -hmm. Be a professional in your work. Mm -hmm. Wow. So those are the main things I, I learned. From Fire all your other employees. Make them all veterans. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I, uh, well, I remember helping Senator Bob Hooper way mm -hmm. back when. He used to send boxes and boxes over to the troops. This was probably to 04 and 05. And, um, <clears throat> the soldiers often, they, they, they loved getting tennis balls because for the kids in the villages. Mm -hmm. And it was a very simple thing. But for them to be able to have a catch with a, uh, a local kid or give them a ball, which they, that, Kids don't even have balls See, to throw I mean, around. You just don't even think about um, that, you know? And naturally, you know, when many of them, what do you want? Tennis balls. How about, you know, a few steak dinners? No, right. they said tennis balls for the kids. Um, and uh, ma matchsticks they asked for. So because they, they chew the match heads and the sulfur goes into their bloodstream and the mosquitoes won't bite them. Oh, that's what, oh my goodness. That's what... Um, a lot of the service men and women asked for. Oh, wow. Um, we didn't ask for that. The main thing that we asked for was we asked for baby wipes. Oh, we sure. We asked for baby wipes because we couldn't take showers on a regular basis. Right, right. So baby wipes were a necessity. <laughs> so we always wrote home and asked for baby wipes. Oh, my How goodness. good must that have felt? You've yeah. caked with dust. It's 110 <laughs> degrees, and you get this cool, soft... That smells good. Wet pad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You probably still love that smell, huh? I still yeah. 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 Mm. Um, and speaking of the difficulties, and let's, we said, that's what we were talking earlier. Let's, uh, we still have a lot more to do in preparing um, our troops for reentry, um, yeah. especially um, the psychological and emotional burden mm -hmm. that the service can put on people. We see a lot of instances where um, folks just uh, 
they've been really scarred mentally and it manifests itself in a lot of ways what what could we do better there what could we understand better um, uh, etc just being aware of the challenges that they face. We already have t talked about a lot of it. Um, some of these service members have seen things that we couldn't even imagine. Right, you know, right. That, that they have seen. Um, and also they've endured, um, their living conditions have been, you know, terrible, mm -hmm. you know, at times. So just being aware that when they come home that they're going to need that time. They may need that counseling. And if you see someone, especially if you're a family member, if you see someone and you notice that they're not the same, mm -hmm. that they're shut down, that they're withdrawn, you may mm -hmm. want to encourage them to seek counseling. Now, however, a lot of them are very proud mm -hmm. and they don't want to admit that they have that right. problem. Right. So you may have to, you know, kind of encourage them along, you know, a little bit to seek counseling. And there's nothing wrong at all with counseling. No. I mean, they've been through hardships, like I mentioned, that we would never imagine. So they need some type of counseling. Mm -hmm. So just be aware of those things and be on the lookout for that. Um, whether it's a family member or a co-worker, if you notice anything, mm -hmm. you know, just, just mention it and keep a lookout for them. And then refer them to places like um, there's a vet center in Aberdeen. There's a vet center in Elkton also that they can go to. Um, they can call Perry Point. Know, different places where they can go where they can get help for free yeah um and we did a we did a drive mm -hmm. two drives for mm -hmm. perry point their, their wish lists on what they need for the folks who are staying there um and you know just basic things like deck of cards and toiletries and um underwear mm -hmm. and Lip then balm. parentheses perry <laughs> yeah. point said new right <laughs> 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 and they said the biggest thing they they need is duffel bags and suitcases because forty mm percent -hmm. or something is transitional. Uh, Perry Point is transitional housing for veterans, and when they need to move, they don't have suitcases. And right. mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and we're talking to Kimberly Joiner from Susquehanna Workforce Network Veterans uh, Navigator. It's um, S W Network. Dot org. Um, go there. Look it up. Um, Kimberly's email is kjoiner at swnetwork.org. K-J-O-Y-N-E-R. And the last thing, Kimberly, um, you talked about Ms. Phillips. Um, what are one or two other things that have been really rewarding for you in doing this job um, that really makes it all worth it? When I finally hear that someone's been employed, mm -hmm. someone that I've been working with, that they've, they've gotten employment. So mm -hmm. they, they came into my office, they were scared, they were nervous. We sat down, we worked on the interview, and we worked on their resume, and they finally got that phone call stating that they were hired. Mm -hmm. So not only does that change their life, that changed the lives of their family. Right. Because now that they're getting out of the military, they don't have that same amount of income anymore. So a lot of them is, are fearful, as you can imagine. So when I get that phone call and I hear, Miss Joyner, I got hired. That just makes everything worth it. Right. That makes everything worth it. Hmm. That's beautiful. That's great. Well, Kimberly, we can't thank you enough. Uh, you're going to be... Uh, some p folks from Swin will be at the... the 
the resource fair tomorrow. Yes, I, I will be there on tomorrow. So okay. I can see everyone there. Oh, stop by the table, listeners, and say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's going to be a lot of people there, which is great. Okay. What do we have going at the library, Ms. Leslie? Oh, my goodness. So much. So much. Um, we are preparing for winter reading, which starts December 21st. Um, stay tuned for that. We have our new H&H, which hits December 1st. So there'll be a lot of good information on that. And that will cover December, January, February. So we're already headed into the spring and summer mentally. Um, so that's exciting for us. Um, and then I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the Hartford County Cultural Arts Board is under the umbrella of the Hartford County Public Library. So Jessica Cleaver, who is the coordinator for the Cultural Arts Board, houses out of our office. Um, and she uh, right now is pushing the Arts and Education Grants, which is open now. And um, these grants support high-quality Maryland artist-led experiences for pre-K through grade 12 in Hartford County Schools and nonprofit community-based settings. Applications for fiscal year 19 are accepted through December 1st, so you have a couple weeks um, to take a look at that and see if it's something that works for you. Um, you can find that application on culturalartsboard.org or you can give Jessica a call at 410-273. 5601 and her extension is 6509. It's a really wonderful grant opportunity. Um, and then this is an interesting program that we're offering at our Joppa Library on Saturday, November 10th from 2 to 3 and it's Stress and Self-Care Workshop for Children in Grades 6 through 12. So really working with kids um, to teach them different techniques to take care of themselves while handling stress um, you know, I think kids today have a lot more stress that, than I had, I know, growing up. So there's a lot of things coming at them, and I think this is a really good opportunity. And, um, you know, if you can get your kids there, that would be great. And as a parent, you can hang around and, and get tips as well. And then um, at our Abington Library on Sunday, November 11th, from 2 to 4 p.m., we are having our Appy Hour, A-P-P-Y Hour. And that's for adults, and that's a wonderful opportunity if you're not sure about today's technology and how to access digital resources on the library how to download books how to take a gale course how to you know all of these things that we offer on our website my this... vcr is, is still flashing <laughs> still flash, flashing 12 o'clock since 1988 if that is you stop by for the happy hour at abingdon library from two to four on sunday and we will have um librarians there to help you with any questions you have um about searching the catalog and accessing the library's many, many digital services um, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. Bring those things with you and we'll walk you through it. And that's just some of the great things that are going on. Fantastic. Work hard over there. And yes. it shows. Thank you. Okay, we're going to get a little offbeat the last 60 seconds. Okay. We like to do tweets from regular people. Yay! They're weird. I love these. They're hilarious. <laughs> There's stuff that would never cross your mind, but then you realize it has crossed your mind. Um, and some of them are really <laughs> weird, but we like to read them anyway. And this is talking about millennials. Uh, one woman tweeted, 
I've never been camping, but once my phone died and I looked up and saw a tree. <laughs> oh, uh, millennials. Skydiving. This is while skydiving. Instructor, pull your chute. Me. My shoe? Instructor, your parachute. Me. My pair of shoes? <laughs> Later. Coroner. Where's his shoes? <laughs> Hangman is a great game to teach kids that if they don't learn to spell... They could be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Me, licking lips in anticipation. I'm nervous. I've never done a bungee jump before. Instructor, please don't lick my lips again. Oh, no. <laughs> How many lost cats walk by the telephone pole with their missing flyer on it? Just another reason to teach your cat to read. <laughs> I love that. And... Karate instructor, come at me with an attack and I will defend it. Me, you are stupid. Instructor, holding back tears. I meant physically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt me with your words. And this is my favorite because we all have dads like this. Um, doctor, your dad's been in a coma for nine days. We're running out of ideas. Me, let me try something. Goes to adjust and raise thermostat. Dad, opens one eye. <laughs> <laughs> households <laughs> oh and i realized i have an army strong pen that i'm going to give to kimberly Aww, libby Jesus. libby paris station manager <laughs> i just gave away your pen <laughs> i'll bring you one from the library next week don't worry okay all right guys i think that's all the time we have today for the hartford edge thank you so much for listening and we'll talk with you next week mm -hmm.